want to get service, selection, and price so low. The record archive is the place to go. Because on this day in 1981, MTV launched, and that's oh, the first song they played. You're right. That is. Huh. You thought I was fucking around, huh? I did, yeah. <laughs> I mean, it was really bad singing, but. <laughs> 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 All right. So we started off the episode with Bug, track number two. Yeah. Which was done by Doug White and Eric Burke. Yes. Doug White is over at Watchman Studios, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yep. And Eric is everywhere. <laughs> Eric is everywhere. <laughs> uh, how was your week? It was 
Um, it was pretty good, I think. Yeah? Yeah. How about you? It was good. We went to a driveway party mm-hmm. on Friday night mm-hmm. over at Criff's and Tina's. Yeah. Well, yeah. Tina's, but, you know. A driveway were... full of giant buttholes and penises. Yes. <laughs> she texted <laughs> She texted me over the weekend and said they're still there. <laughs> 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 Uh, but that was a lot of fun. We got to yeah. see a lot of people. Yeah, it was cool. And um, I hope they do it again. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Um, I didn't go in the house, but it looked like a nice house. Yeah, it was nice. It was a nice yard for sure. You know Tina. She's a decorator. So. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, it was cute. Good times. Oh, and so we've been holding on. Okay, so we like to do this thing. Um we find something that suits somebody and when we go to their house we kind of like secretly plan it somewhere Mm -hmm. so it looks like it's part of the house and always has been Mm -hmm. and the idea is they have no idea where it came from like where the hell did this thing come from i don't remember ever buying this yeah uh so we we've had this plaque forever Mm -hmm. like i'm thinking at least 10 years oh yeah and it says Jesus loves loves you, but he loves me more. No. It doesn't say Jesus loves you, but everyone else thinks you're an asshole. No. It doesn't? No. No. Oh. What plaque do you have? I don't know. Let me see. Jesus loves you, but he... Oh, but I'm his favorite. Oh. That's what it says. Well, we were both wrong. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we were really attached to this piece. Yes. <laughs> it really meant a lot to us. <laughs> Oh, we're dumb. Um, So that's what she got. Mm -hmm. And she loves it. And it's perfect for her. My favorite thing is to watch Tina Tina I don't think you're an asshole, by the way. (laughs) 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 I just really thought the flag said that. No. It'd be cool if it did, though. Yeah. I've seen that before yeah it's out there mm-hmm. i don't know why i thought it was that one i'm so observant of our stuff that we've had for 10 years yeah apparently so am i <laughs> something really weird happened mm. one evening this week what's that i was at the sink preparing some dinner uh-huh. and you actually noticed a car parked out front Mm-hmm. And you were like, who's that? And I'm like, I don't know. So I'm just naturally at the sink, so I'm watching. And then she drives up a little slower. And then she's like right in front of our house. And she whips out her phone and starts taking pictures. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, whoa, what is this? And I watch her for a minute. And like, she's getting comfortable. Like, yeah. she's writing notes and she keeps taking pictures. And I'm like, this is, no, I don't like this. So I go out there. And... Robin, <laughs> we're on a first name basis now, uh-huh. is shopping around for roofs, mm-hmm. and not, she was now your friends. She was admiring our new roof and wanted to know what color it was mm-hmm. and why we picked that color. I'm being interviewed uh-huh. about our new <laughs> roof. What, what color is it? I don't know. Can you do you have eyes? <laughs> well, no. What's the the weird thing was. She knew who our roofer was, mm-hmm. so our roofer must have been like, oh, if you want to see this color, 
drive by this house. That's strange. Which I don't love either, yeah, but whatever. Right. So she's like, what color is it in this book? In and this I was like, book. it's a desert tan. And then she starts showing me pictures of her house. What's like a really light blue. What do you think of this one? And I'm no, like, what the fuck out of here. is happening? <laughs> what is even happening? But I did tell her, I'm like, you probably want to be careful doing this. You mm -hmm. can't drive by people's houses really slow mm -hmm. and just start taking pictures. Yeah. Yeah. You're going to get hurt. Yep. There's always something weird with this house, I tell you. Yeah. Yeah. It just goes on and on. Kind of like our babbling. All right. I can take a hint. <laughs> First up, Mystic Charm from Netherlands with the song Bloodshot Eyes off of the Hell Did Freeze Over EP out August 26th on Personal Records. This is part of an expanded CD edition that includes the full session from 1993's Lost Empire EP. And then after that, Grotesqueries with the song Flesh Prison off of their upcoming release, Haunted Mausoleum, out August 11th on Caligari Records. And then, after that, Sedimentum with the song Funestus Manifestations. Of their latest release, out now on Mi Saco Un Ojo Records. Hey! 
You remember the Jetsons? Yeah, I remember a whole lot of Rosie. Yeah? Did you watch the Jetsons? Of course I did. I did too. It wasn't my favorite one though. No. Not my favorite cartoon. What was your favorite? Um, I don't know that I really, I actually kind of really dug My Little Pony to be honest with you. Okay. (laughs) I mean, that's all right. And I did like G.I. Joe because I have an older brother and he always watched G.I. Joe. I hated G.I. Joe. And He-Man. I liked He-Man. I hated G.I. Joe and I detested the Transformers. Could not watch that. That was... I know. A lot of people loved it. Yeah, that was my brother's favorite. But I liked He-Man. All right. I did not like the Great Space Coaster. I don't even know what that is. There were so few channels back then. That's what I had to watch (laughs) before going to school every morning. Great Space Coaster with Gary Gnu. What was that? Speed Reader. What? What was that on? I'm going to make you watch this. No. It's fucking awful. No. Yeah. No. Yep. No. Yep. But you know what my favorite was? You're we're so off the rails. What? Here. All right, go ahead. I li- I really liked Hong Kong Fooey. That was good. <laughs> and um, I liked Davy and Goliath. I think I've said this before. I know I've told you this before, but I really liked that. Um, and at the time, I had zero idea that that was religious propaganda. Really? No idea. Huh. But like watching it as an adult, I'm like, how did I not see this? Yeah, it's pretty obvious. But um, also watching Hong Kong Fui as an adult, I don't know. That's pretty lame. I don't know why I liked it. All right. Can I get back to my yeah, fun fact about the Jetsons? Yeah. George's birthday is July 31st, 2022. Oh, wow. Like he was born. Huh. On the 31st. I know someone else who has the birthday. Yeah. On that day. But many, many years ago. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. A few years ago. Huh. That's interesting. I didn't didn't know that. Well, now we have to say happy birthday to Mom Grimm. Yes. Happy birthday. (laughs) (laughs) That's it. That was my fun fact. George was born yesterday. (laughs) George... Jetson. Hmm. That's a that's interesting. It's funny, like when, like these older shows that would be set in the future, like Back to the Future. Yeah. Yeah. And then, like, you pass that point, and it's like nothing. Like, like the world's very different now, but it's not at all like, like they imagined it yeah. way back then yeah yeah i also wonder too if uh, i think this must happen like if these someone writes something a book or a movie and it gets put out into the ethos gets planted in the subconscious maybe yeah like d- does does just planning this idea kind of make some of them come true in the future hmm know what I mean yeah like influence of some sort yeah like Nostradamus predicting the future yeah did he really predict the future or did people read keep reading his predictions and it influenced the future I gotcha I don't know alright I'm babbling 
So, <laughs> I have uh, something I found amusing. Okay. This is about a Brazilian man. All right. Um, he ended up in the emergency room after attempting to perform rhinoplasty on himself. Um, that's giving, nose. Yeah, he's giving himself a nose job. Okay. Um, and his his method was um, YouTube tutorials and super glue. Uh. Okay. So he's not, he wasn't a doctor, not, not obviously. Well, yeah, if he's using super glue, I don't think you need to point out the fact that he's <laughs> not a doctor. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah. There's YouTube videos on how... I know, I was surprised. Yeah, there must be. Well, actually, that's not very surprising because you were able to look up the operation I had. Yeah. So there is... Yeah. That yeah, stuff does th exist, I guess. There's yeah, there's videos for anything. Yeah. That you can imagine. I guess I just wouldn't think to look that up, but Yeah. I guess he really wanted this, so um Well, he got his nose job, right? He I mean got they, something. they I, had to they had to fix it. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. What was he doing with the super glue? <laughs> was he using it like as a uh I don't know. A Band-Aid? Maybe. I, I really wish there were pictures. There's not. Oh. Um, the story ends with um, that this isn't the first time that someone performed surgery on themselves. In 2016, an English engineer operated on himself after being put on a long waiting list. Oh, boy. I feel like operating on yourself, unless it's like, you know, removing your own tooth or cutting out an ingrown like toenail. Like you. <laughs> it's crazy. Like to to perform like a, a vanity surgery on yourself seems insane. Yeah, that doesn't sound like a good idea. Yeah. Like, let's leave that to the professionals. Yeah. I feel like I can't even properly trim my facial hair, but... I'm going to be crafting my own nose. Yeah. No. Let's not do that. That would be bad. Yeah. It's it's uh, really fucked up already, and it would only be worse. Yeah. <laughs> yeah what do you mean, yeah? <laughs> I love your beard. That was a trap. No, I was talking about my nose. Oh, your nose. Yeah. I like your nose, too. Mm. Bullshit. You know what you are? A bullshit artist. Bullshit. Bullshit. Horseshit. Camel shit. Cow shit. Hey, you want to know something else? I can't even wait to share the news. Mm. Next week is Kool-Aid Days week. Really? Yep. What is that? Uh, during the second weekend of August, it is used to recognize the invention of Kool-Aid in 1927. The event takes place annually in Nebraska and weekend activities include live musical entertainment, an auction, and a beauty pageant known as Miss Kool-Aid Days. <laughs> what does that look like? I don't know. Do they go through walls? <sighs> oh, yeah. <laughs> um, I think Waltexen should play. Yeah. 
and maybe I should try out for uh, Miss Kool-Aid days. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> what flavor would you be? Um, I don't remember what flavors I liked. No. Wasn't there like a Hawaiian punch one? I don't know. I wasn't a big Kool-Aid Tropical person. punch? Maybe it was tropical punch or something like that. I don't know. I'd be a lemon because I'm all sour. Yeah. <laughs> you are sour. I'd be lemon Miss Kool-Aid days. Be bitter Kool-Aid. you're thinking that was corpse vomit with the song seas of excrement off of their bastards of forever filth from 1996 
But you're incorrect. It was corpse vomit. It was seas of excrement. But it was off of the Extremist Records compilation, Volume 1. So, I happened upon an interesting article on wearethepit.com. Upcoming Metal Fest accused of opening a portal to hell and summoning summoning Satan. I can never say that word right. By local Christian community. I'm listening. (laughs) So, it's kind of interesting. It caught my eye because I kind of wrote about this on one of my blogs. You're like, yeah, I, lo- I like hell. Where, <laughs> no. where is this? <laughs> uh, but it says, metal music being misunderstood and scapegoated by mainstream society is unfortunately a tale as old as time. Mm-hmm. To the outside, uneducated ear, it's all too easy to write off our beloved art form as violent and nonsensical noise. Um. And then it goes on to say, apparently some local religious folks in rest, West Tennessee are none too pleased about the fest to the point that it got picked up by the local ABC News affiliate. They spoke with the fest co-owner who gave more context about the criticism they are receiving from the locals. So this is a quote. There are a lot of deeply religious people in this town who feel like we are going to be opening a portal to hell and summoning Satan and corrupting their children, which is pretty funny because we're all really nice people. This music is not any more evil than a horror horror or a haunted house or other things that people take their children to during the holiday, the Halloween season. Mm-hmm. Um, Halloween's satanic. <laughs> well... Uh, so then the article posts some screenshots of what people are saying about this fest on social media. Mm-hmm. Um, filthy trash, just like rap, both should be banned as hate speech. Heavy metal is like rap. It is a horrible vulgar noise that should be outlawed. Everyone attending probably has a criminal record. Mm-hmm. Um, thanks for posting this. It is a horrible thing for a Christian county to permit to come to its doors. This is something we all need to add to our prayer list. We need this stopped. What scares me is why it is called devastation. That makes me think they plan for something bad to happen at it. Ouch. That's ridiculous. What do they have? Uh, like, what? what is this fest? Um, I don't, you know, I'm not is even it, sure. Is it, it legit? Hold on. Or is it like, these are Satanists. Five finger death punches headlining. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's called Devastation Music Fest. Uh-huh. Um, well, let me click on it. There's a link here. Takes me to Facebook. Uh, okay, let's see who's playing here. These are real heavy hitters. Kid Rock is opening up. <laughs> uh, I don't even know any of these. Casket robbery, spillage, eyes of the living. 
<laughs> Grave Huffer. Oh, nice. <laughs> Good job, Richie. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, there's a bunch on here. It's kind of hard to see because it makes me log into Facebook and I don't know our Facebook password. Mm -hmm. So I'm just looking at like a really tiny flyer, but. Yeah. All right. I was just wondering if it was like some, I don't know. Oh, I see Black Jumbo Records on there. Oh, nice. Must be a sponsor. Very nice, Tommy. Oh, yeah. Brought to you by. I like it. I can't read the rest of it, though. It's really hard for me to see. Sorry. Oh, I know that Tommy and Richie are extremely satanic. Uh, yes. It's very, I mean, like... Like, like, whoa. Yeah, like, when we talk to them on the show, they're like, are you guys really satanic? <laughs> and we're like, uh, you know, get, you know, a little. And they're like, oh, no. <laughs> I don't know. It just makes me kind of sad. Yeah. But I guess to, you know, outside people, it's a little hard to understand, but mm. there's a lot of judgment in those posts yeah. mm -hmm. and ironically kind of a lot of hate yeah yeah i know oh how they're acting is how i think how their jesus was treated when he was trying to spread his word and play his heavy metal <laughs> that's an interesting way to put it but yeah he used to have a band uh i've Never been a believer in uh, solving hate with hate. Mm -hmm. Like that just doesn't make sense. No. That's right. Right? If you yeah. don't agree with something, and again, I kind of write about that too. Like come at it with like a little bit of compassion. Mm -hmm. Like heavy metal really helps me. Mm -hmm. I'm mm -hmm. like, I'm not an evil devil worshiping jerk. Right. You're just evil. <laughs> Not <I'm> sour. <laughs> you're sour. <laughs> you're bitter Kool-Aid. <laughs> so I'm curious to see. Oh, I should see if I could see a date. <clears throat> All that stuff, like, usually just gives. It's like the PMRC. Yeah, it's just giving it more Walk publicity. Record sales are going to go through the roof. Yeah. Yep, it's October 8th. Oh, it is? Yep. Hmm. I believe Wild Taxon will be playing in Buffalo on October 8th. That's right. Doing more satanic yes. rituals. The Satanic Vile Tyrant 10-year anniversary show. That's going to be fun. Yes. Yes. We don't get out to Buffalo uh, often or enough. That's at the Mohawk. Mohawk Place. Nice. Yeah, I don't. like your I like your plug. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, we I like Buffalo, but we don't we don't get there too often. You know, this reminds me that those Christians should go watch, listen to the Breaking Stereotypes podcast about death metal. Yeah, Extreme that's a good idea. Music. Yeah. Nice. You're killing it with the plugs. <laughs> that's that's a very well done. Yeah, it is. Really informative. Yeah. Good uh, great content. Yes. Great topic. Yes. And they obviously weren't fans, which I appreciated. They were not fans of death metal. Yep. They were coming at it honestly. Yep. To learn about it. Yeah. 
And I appreciate that. Mm-hmm. Everyone should be like that. Yes. Let it, let's listen to some music. Let us. Let us. First up, Rip to Shreds. The song Open Grave. Interestingly enough, I've liked this band for a while. But I was looking up some info on Metal Archives, and I see that this band has two live lineups. One is based in Taiwan, and the other, San Jose, California. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah. Huh. All right, and then we're going to go into Extermination Day with the song Be the Consequence, and this is the title track off their upcoming release out August 5th on Hoove Child Records and Green Coyote Records. Then after that, Plaz modulated with the song Plasmodulated. This is the title track off of their debut album, out August 26th on Personal Records. Oh, 
Tales, my minions of the Metal Inquisition. This is the Exalted Pile Driver. You're listening to Grim Dystopians describing basically the fall of human mankind as we know it in song.
Now that you've been properly plasmodulated, <laughs> what do you have to say for yourself? Did you know if you swear a lot, you're probably more honest and trustworthy than people who don't? <laughs> Researchers have found that if you use unfiltered speech in the form of curse words, you're more comfortable expressing your unfiltered thoughts and feelings, too. You're also more likely to have a high, higher verbal intelligence. Well, fuck. I am the most honest motherfucker this planet has to offer. Fucking A. <laughs> <laughs> huh. I've heard... Also, they say that they say um, they that I think we talked about this at one point that people who swear a lot are smarter. I don't know if I believe that. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I'm not very smart. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder. Um, yeah, I don't know. Have you noticed when I get nervous around somebody I don't really know? I think curse words are a tick for me yeah and belching it's really bad i don't belch in front of people <laughs> <laughs> that'd be kind of funny though if i swore like every other word and just randomly belched yeah kind of like you do around here It'd be a real <laughs> <laughs> i'm a real hit <laughs> all right i have a new i have a business proposition Oh, boy. You're going to love this. Yeah, we're not really good at opening businesses, but... You're going to love this one, though. Can we tack it on to the Grim Dystopian uh, DBA? Maybe. Okay. Maybe. Um, so this is real big in Japan right now. Okay. And we need to we need to grasp onto this and bring it here before, you know, before everyone else does. I'm not getting donut implants. No, no, no. You're not going to be a bagel hut. Don't worry. Oh, it was bagel, not donuts. Sorry. Yes. Um, so uncool. This is... Are you ready for this? Love Doll Brothels. Huh. Yeah. So I know you're probably thinking of uh, some cheap blow-up dolls in some dilapidated building. Oh, no. This is some high-end shit. This is some fancy things going on here. These are five, six thousand dollar love dolls. Well, I mean, that are finely crafted. Yeah, you got to go give it your all if you're gonna open a sex doll brothel. Yeah. Yes. So, um, apparently, these Japanese love dolls were first created about thirty years ago, so that people with disabilities could enjoy some female companionship. Awesome. But they quickly became an alternative for healthy men simply too shy to enjoy sleeping with real women. No judgment here. Um, these are A lot of these are geared towards Japanese men that were obsessed with anime and <clears throat> manga girls. You know, I was going to ask about that if there was like a correlation. Apparently there is. Huh. So I guess these dolls are really expensive and uh, this is a way for. I mean, maybe it cuts back on sexually transmitted diseases. Maybe, but uh, I have questions. Low drama. Yeah, there's low drama. Um, I mean, where's the jealousy come from? Right. 
They do mention in this art article that the love dolls do not nag and they never complain and they don't cheat. See? Um, but my question is, uh, how... If we, if we were to run this business, who would, who would clean up after... I don't know. We'd almost have to hire like those crime scene. Yes. <laughs> yes. Cleaners to come in. That was the first thing that came to my mind. Like, oof. Mm-hmm. Maybe I wouldn't come back on sexually transmitted diseases. Yeah. Uh. Yeah, I don't know what that looks like. Is it for men only? I'm, this article mentions men only, but as we know, we've talked about in our... I'm just curious if there's like an open door policy. Recent episodes. Yeah, I mean, there might be... There might be uh, male dolls in there with, with bowl cuts or... Yeah, I'm on JetBlue looking at uh, <laughs> airfare to Japan yeah. right now. Oh, wow. <laughs> 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 so we can start our uh, heavy metal brothel. Uh, no. No. One hundred percent no. <laughs> 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 nope, that is not being tacked on to Grim Dystopian. Okay. That would be far too weird. Yeah. It would be pretty weird. I love our friends, but <laughs> that's a little too intimate. <laughs> so, what do you think of this? I don't. Know. I don't judge it. No. I mean, are they hurting anyone? I don't think so. Then I don't really care, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, I wouldn't probably work there or frequent there, but <laughs> I don't care if others do. Um, I wonder what the legalities of that would be here compared to like a real brothel we should look it up we should try to find like the rules of like a las vegas Mm -hmm. brothel Mm -hmm. and see how they compare that's interesting that might be a workaround for some laws we have here in the states yeah yeah hmm Well, let's think about that this week. <laughs> it's a good ending to the show. Yeah, great. Nice and awkward and uncomfortable. <laughs> so, y'all have a great week. That's what we do. Going <laughs> to close it out with uh, three more songs? You know I do. Well? First up is Hatriot with the song Hymn of the Wicked off the Veil of Shadows album. Coming at you from Massacre Records. Excellent. Then after that? Discordance Axis with the song Jigsaw coming off the album Inalienable Dreamless and this is off of the Willow Tip reissue. That's a hard word to say. Inalienable. Yeah. Alright, and then we're going to go into Furtan with the song Amor Fati off of the Martyr album and this has a release date of September 30th internationally on AOP Records. Until episode 173.
That's weird. That is weird. Until next time. Stay safe. Stay healthy. Don't be an asshole. And? Don't be a bitter Kool-Aid motherfucker. (laughs) 